Off the ball. GAA. I don't know, am I ever 100% but uh, just be be able to get through trainings without having a niggle or a little pain. Just being grateful to go and play. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Monday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with some transfer news. Brazil Ford Neymar is set to be the next high-profile player to move to Saudi Arabia. PSG have agreed a deal worth in the region of €90 million Euro with Al-Halal, who already have brought in Ruben Neves, Kalidou Koulibaly and Sergei Milinkovic-Savic. Neymar joined PSG for a world record fee of €222 million Euro from Barcelona in 2017. The 31-year-old was on €25 million Euro a year with the French champions. He's set to be on more than €100 million a year with Al-Halal, who were looking to sign Kylian Mbappe last month. Neymar will sign a two-year deal. Chelsea goalkeeper Kepa Arizabalaga has joined Real Madrid on loan for the rest of the season. Real's first-choice keeper Thibaut Courtois will miss most of the season with a knee injury. The 28-year-old Spain international Kepa joined Chelsea from Athletic Bilbao in 2018 for more than €80 million. His compatriot Robert Sanchez started in goal for Chelsea yesterday in the one-all draw against Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. The two sides couldn't be separated on the pitch and it seems they can't be kept apart in transfer dealings either. But Brighton midfielder Moises Casado is expected to have a medical at Chelsea today after the two clubs agreed a British transfer record fee of £115 million for the midfielder. The Ecuador international has favoured a move to Chelsea all summer. That's why it was such a big surprise last Friday when news emerged that Liverpool had had a bid of £110 million accepted by Brighton. It was clear to see yesterday how both sides could really do with a player like Caicedo in midfield. Attention now turns to Romeo Lavia for both clubs. It's believed Liverpool have agreed a fee of £60 million with Southampton for the Belgian teenager, but Lavia is also wanted by Chelsea. Liverpool fell short with three bids for the midfielder before Chelsea came to the party. And even if Liverpool get the 19-year-old, they'll have paid a lot more for him than the initial £50 million that Southampton were asking for. Speaking after the game yesterday, Chelsea manager Maurizio Pochettino was keen to complete more transfers. We need good players. Yes. We, we need to improve the squad. Yes. But that, you know, is not new. We are working really hard and for sure we are going to improve the, the squad. The game yesterday finished in a two-all draw between Brentford and Tottenham who started life under Ange Postacoglu and life without Harry Kane. Postacoglu was happy enough with the performance in their first game without Kane. Oh, it's not just the way we want to play. We've made a lot of changes. We had four guys making their debut for, their club, for the club today. So, you know, that, all those kind of things. But like I said, today was a starting point. Whatever we did today, we'll, we'll improve. We'll have to improve. And, you know, as a first game, I thought it was uh, it was okay. Kane came off the bench to make his debut for Bayern Munich on Saturday in the German Super Cup defeat to Orbi Leipzig, and the England captain says the move is done. So now it's about focusing on football. I'm just excited now to kind of settle down after these few days, get to training, get to know the team even more, and try and help them. But overall, all I can say is thank you to the to the fans and everyone at uh, Bayern Munich for the amazing reception. And yeah, hopefully I can give them some some reasons to cheer over the season. Brian Kerr was on commentary duty for off the ball for that Brentford and Tottenham game. Nathan Collins started for Brentford after making a move from Wolves during the summer. And Kerr says he expects Collins and several other Ireland internationals to make an impact in the Premier League this season. It is encouraging that he, he played, started. If you spend twenty-three million on a mid, on a defender, you would think he's going to play a fair bit this year. But I agree with you. It's encouraging that a few more Irish players seem to be on the edge of getting their game in the Premier League because for the last while we've have to depend on Seamus Ho- uh, Seamus Coleman, obviously, and you know we've not had much more. 
I think last season in the Premier League we had very little uh, in terms of um, actual appearances on a regular basis. I'm Darrow Shea played yesterday, he's gone into the Bournley team now. And there's a few, a few Irish lads sprinkled around the league. You mentioned um, Benny getting on, you, you think he'll get more time on the pitch as the season goes on. Ferguson, they might be. But well, just on him, Brian, he came on yesterday, you had to start on the bench. Joe Pedro is a manly sign from Watford. Didn't have a great game yesterday, I didn't think. Ferguson came on, he looked sharp, he looked hungry. Yeah. It's not just his goal that he scored, but he, he's really good touches around the box and good passing as well. I think he'd be the main man. I think he'd be the centre forward. If you whether Pedro finds another place in the team and, or players behind Ferguson, I think Ferguson is the man. I think they they probably felt they could win the match yesterday and were out playing their best centre forward and keep him in case it wasn't going for them. Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag says his players are ready to build on last season. United finished third in Ten Hag's first campaign and they kick off their league season at home to Wolves, who have Gary O'Neill as manager following the departure of Eulen Lopetegui last week. United summer signing Rasmus Hjoyland has been nursing a back problem, so he's not fit to feature. But goalkeeper Andre Onana and midfielder Mason Mount should make their league debuts for the club. Matt Doherty set to feature for Wolves on his return to the club after rejoining from Atletico Madrid during the summer. Kick-off at Old Trafford is 8 o'clock. In the League of Ireland Premier Division last night, Derry City beat Drogheda 3-0 at the Ryan McBride Brandywell. The goals coming from Jordan McAniff, Jamie McGonagall and Michael Duffy. The Candy Stripes are now five points behind leader Shamrock Rovers, but they do have a game in hand. Champions Celtic have maximum points from the first two games in the Scottish Premiership, thanks to a 3-1 win away to Aberdeen. England midfielder Kira Walsh doesn't think their loss to Australia earlier this year gives their opponents the upper hand going into Wednesday's Women's World Cup semi-final. The Matildas ended a 30-match unbeaten run for England under Serena Vigman with a 2-0 friendly win at Brentford. It's the only match England have lost under Vigman, but Walsh says it means nothing. I think if I put myself in their shoes, not so much. I think a semi-final of a World Cup, I think it's a difficult game. I think, obviously, you know, they can take some confidence from that game, but we weren't at our best, and obviously we've changed a lot since then in, in shape and players. And, yeah, I think the momentum that you've got in a World Cup is different. First semi-finals tomorrow between Spain and Sweden. West Ham have completed the signing of midfielder James Ward-Prowse from Southampton. The England international has signed a four-year deal with the club and makes the move for £30 million. Everton have brought in Jack Harrison on a season-long loan from Leeds. He's expected to be out of action for several weeks, though, as he continues to recover from a hip injury. Aston Villa had also shown interest in Harrison, but he becomes Everton's fourth signing of the summer. Meanwhile, Villa have confirmed that defender Tyrone Mings will undergo surgery on a significant knee injury that he suffered on Saturday's 5-1 defeat to Newcastle. He was stretchered off in the first half of that game. Roberto Mancini has resigned as manager of the Italian national team. Mancini started the role in 2018 after they failed to qualify for the World Cup and he guided Italy to success at the Euros in 2021, but they missed out on World Cup qualification for Qatar. Rafinha and manager Xavi both saw red cards as Barcelona got their La Liga title defence underway with a scoreless draw against Hetafe. And Jude Bellingham scored on his competitive debut for Real Madrid in a 2-0 win away to Athletic Bilbao. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.